around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you and a very happy Valentine's Day to every one of you. Uh, The world may have deemed this day um, a holiday for their benefit. (laughs) People call some some of these holidays Hallmark holidays. But, you know, it's always a good day to celebrate the love of God and the fact that God told us to love people and that he loved the whole world and that you and I talk about a love that's greater than any kind of love a human being could have for one another, but that we have the love of God, as Romans chapter 5 says, shed abroad in our heart by the help. If this is Holy Ghost and fire year, this is the love of God shed abroad in our heart by the help of the Holy Ghost. So it's Holy Ghost love that we give to the world and an opportunity for us to share uh, a real happy Valentine's Day that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whosoever would believe on him should not perish but also have eternal life. Thank the Lord for that. So uh, happy Valentine's to you and your family, the whole body of Christ and all of those that are listening wherever you may be today. We love you and God loves you. Um, Terry and I are going to be doing a... um, marriage seminar this weekend coming up in Corpus Christi, Texas at Cornerstone Church out in the Flower Bluff area, pastors Daryl and Catherine Smith. And we are sure looking forward to it. So uh, I know we have information on our website and you can also call their church there in Corpus Christi, but we're going to celebrate the love of God and how God wants us to love and how that, as the Bible, Jesus said, that by this shall all men know you are my disciples if you have love one for another. So if anybody ought to know how to love and love right and yet love purely, it should be uh, the body of Christ. Again, we welcome you to Terry Mize Ministries podcast. And you can find us always at terrymize.com, terrymizeministries.org. And we'll talk more about that at the end of the program. But Dollar, why don't you talk to us here? You just had a birthday yesterday. And uh, it was a big deal, and we are so proud of you and so grateful. This is your 50th year in the ministry that you begin here and turning this ripe old age and uh, seasoned veteran, seasoned ministry. And we're just delighted that you're here to talk to us and share some of that good stuff with us that you've learned and experienced in 50 years of Holy Ghost Third World Missionary Evangelism. Well, amen. Thank you. And first of all, happy Valentine's Day to you. Will you be my Valentine? Yes. Well, I love you dearly and and I appreciate you. Well, my, my. Thank uh, you. I'm just uh, excited to spend this Valentine's Day with you. Yes. And uh, we're excited about what God's doing. Yes, we are. are Yesterday was my 68th birthday and uh, I started the ministry when I was 18. So 18 to 68 is 50. Yes. I started in, in 1968, and this is 2018. That's 50. Yes. And so, uh, you know, I said to you back in January, as we were landing at the airport in Mexico City, looking out over that vast, vast, huge city that that, that has been the largest city in the world many times. They fluctuate right. back and forth with other cities, <laughs> but it's been the largest one in uh, right. Many times. Now, I think it still is because there's no way they could count those people. There's no way That's they could count That's a bunch them. of people. But anyway, I said My to you as we were looking out the airport, the the airplane window, I said, I've been landing here at this same airport 
for 50 years to dear. preach the gospel. Yeah. The first time I landed there was 19, 1968, and here we landed there in 2018, and every year since. Uh, you know, 50 years of landing at that airport to wow. reach the gospel. But anyway, uh, uh, it is 50 years, and we, we've talked about that quite a bit. I, I yes. mentioned it in my January newsletter, and, and, um, and, and of course, the February newsletter as well, which people will be getting any, any day. And um, just, um, I think all this year, we're just going to talk about different things I that have happened so. during this 50 years. That's a, that's, that's quite a That's quite a landmark and quite a... Quite an exciting thing to say that we've we've been uh, steady right. and stable and right. clean right. Uh, all these half a century, all this half a century. Well, it's been my honor to serve God in the ministry. That's right for these fifty years. And that's then right. you know I've been preaching fifty two years because uh, when I was sixteen, just two right. years before that in nineteen sixty six, my pastor made me the youth leader of our church. So I preached, started preaching every week on youth night to uh, to the youth for two years. So. So 50 years plus two years, I've been preaching 52 years, but I just count the time that I actually left and went to the jungles of Panama and lived with an Indian tribe um, there in the jungle. Uh, In 1968, I actually count that the, the beginning of the of the ministry and right. and I always feel like I say I never never came home from that we're still still around the world in mission fields but anyway uh, happy Valentine's Day to you I love you thank you and love happy you uh, Valentine's Day to everybody listening to us and like you said this this uh, weekend at Daryl and Catherine's Church uh, Cornerstone Church there in Flower uh, Bluff right uh, suburb of Corpus Christi Texas. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a marriage seminar, and I enjoy marriage seminars. I love marriage seminars. Done a lot of them. Right. And uh, many years ago, uh, because Jackie wrote the book Supernatural Childbirth, and that book has been such a blessing and such That's a miracle. Right. And, That's right. And we still get testimonies all the time. There's hardly yes, ever do. anywhere we go that people don't say, "Here's Jackie's babies," and show us th- their babies, you know, and tell us testimonies about how they had babies using her book and so on and so forth. Some of them doctors said they couldn't have babies, and now right. they got several. Tremendous, um, tremendous. Well, because of that, and then because of our marriage seminars, which Harrison House said to me that they were the best they had heard at that time, uh, they came to me. They called us in the office and said, "We we want you guys to be the Doctor Dobson of the Word of Faith people." And they said, "We want you just to produce book after book after book, follow up on Jackie's supernatural childbirth with supernatural toddlers and supernatural children and supernatural school age kids and supernatural teens and supernatural dating." And then supernatural marriage and and sex and 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 raising I mean just just the whole the whole deal, and I just didn't want to do it at the time. And Jackie and I talked about it and prayed about it, but I just didn't want to be the Doctor Dobson, uh, and and didn't feel like I was an expert on anything. They said we feel like you're the expert on on all the, on, te- on on teens and dating and sex and children and all this. And I said I don't feel like I'm an expert on anything. We've had to learn some things from God uh, to 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 get through. But uh, but anyway, I do love the marriage seminars. I enjoy sharing that with people and helping people. And I, right. Renee, I had someone ask me many years ago. They said, well, "Well, brother Terry, how many sessions would you like to have in a marriage seminar? I mean, if you could just have whatever you want in a marriage seminar, how how many sessions would you like to have?" And I really shocked them because I'd given a lot of thought to that and and, and had all the notes <laughs> for it. And uh, and I said, "I'd like to have twenty. And they said, "What?" I said, "I'd like to have twenty sessions." I said, now I taught on it for 13 weeks straight one time when right, I was right, pastor, and I taught 13 weeks straight on marriage. Uh, I said, but I'd actually, I, I'd actually, I, writing down the notes and looking at it and seeing how much area I want to cover, I'd actually love to have 20. And of course, that's impossible uh, in this day and age. No church going to have you come in for 20 weeks. But, 
uh, or however long <laughs> it takes to do 20 sessions. But, yeah. but you know, so we usually end up with two or three sessions or three or four sessions. And, and I have done them just one day. I have had churches just say, let's just do a Saturday and go all day long. And so I have done that. But uh, anyway, uh, it's such a vast subject. Right. And such an important subject to heaven. After all, God thought it up. God invented marriage. He right. thought it up. Right. This is not this is not the world knows more about marriage and sex than the church no. does. No, 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 no. God thought up sex. God thought up marriage. God yeah. thought up having babies. God God thought this whole thing up. And so he knows more about it than anybody. That's right. And so uh, whenever we can get into a, a really good marriage seminar and just cover some powerful areas, then That's it's right. always just a blessing. And you know, you know me, you know You've been with known me a long time, been with me a number of years now, married. And so uh, you know that I just don't use notes. I mean, I just hardly ever, ever refer right. to a note. Yet right. in marriage seminars, I, I use notes prolifically just because there's so many sessions and so much stuff to cover that I That's feel right. like I really need to stick to, you know, stick to some notes. So so they can be as long or as short or as uh, uh, simple or as complicated or informative as as uh, somebody wants them to be, but I'm looking forward to the one this this week. It'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun, and it's always good to see Daryl and Catherine. And it's always good to see the people, and a lot of the people that are in that church That's now right. are the people that were in your and Dean's church for yes. th- those 38 years. And then when Just you married me, we uh, we went over and and merged those people with yes. Daryl and Catherine's church, and so it's always good, dear friends, lots of dear friends there Wonderful people in the there. church, and it'll be a lot of fun this week. Well, I you know when you think. When I was just thinking of it as you were talking here about, uh, you know, God's plan and God's God's love just demanded that he provide for everybody mm-hmm. and that he have a plan and that it wasn't just a, a momentary emotional uh, need for God, but that it was an absolutely thought out, well-planned uh, just agreement between him, he and himself. You know, see, it's a, Hebrews says he couldn't think of any higher Anybody person. Else, so he just swore to himself. To, so he just swore to himself. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, his whole perspective on the human race is that his love for you has not in any way either neither grown nor diminished from the very moment of your conception on this planet. Oh, absolutely. And that Psalm 139, you know, talks about that from the moment you were conceived, there was a book written in heaven with your name on it. And it says all of the days of your life were written in that book. And I said this recently on one of the podcasts. I I said, my simplest prayer to the Lord is just give me what's in the book for today, Lord. Just give me what's in the book. But I was looking here in Acts chapter 7, Terry, and just thinking about how Stephen, you know, was such a young man. And so the Bible says he was so full of faith. But it says what we've been talking about, the Holy Ghost, the year of the Holy Ghost and fire. And it says that Stephen was full of and controlled by, this is amplified, the Holy Ghost. And it says that he was full of grace. He was full of grace and power. So that, to me, that sort of lets me know that that when somebody, when when we can get, you know, full of the Holy Ghost and full of fire, then we're going to be full of power and full of grace. And verse 10 is an amazing verse to me. I've always thought this was such an astounding proof of being full of the Holy Ghost and full of power. It says they were not able to resist his intelligence and the wisdom of the spirit with which whom he spoke. Right, right. And I just think it, it gives you such a higher class level of mentality, a higher class of 
of just higher class 24-7, just your daily routine, your daily living before the Lord, your daily atmosphere of your soul, of how you think and what you think about during the day, that God elevates you by his spirit when you're full of the Holy Ghost. And I just find that amazing. A man full of faith, full of the Holy Spirit, and it says he was full of grace, which meant he was full of favor and power. And then it says they couldn't resist his intelligence or his wisdom no, with right. which he spoke by the Spirit of the Holy well, Ghost. Well, if you go there, back up a couple of chapters, turn left there in your Bible to Acts chapter 7, it gives you a whole list of the things right. that the, the disciples were looking for That's to replace amazing. Judas. You know, they needed to, they needed to pick up. Uh, a replacement for Judas, but they also need said that you know it's not meat for us to, or it's not right for us to be waiting tables and taking care of, no, that's right. uh, you know, working that's in right. the kitchen and doing all this stuff. So we need yeah. to give ourselves to prayer and the ministry right. of the word. So we need to pick us out a couple of guys to right. uh, to uh, come in here and be deacons and elders and and take care of these things. That's and so right. they had a whole list, a whole uh, resume that they were looking for, and, and and some of those things were full of the Holy Ghost, full right. of faith, full of wisdom. And that's what we ought to be looking for today, whether we're doing, looking for a wife, looking for a husband, or looking for somebody to fulfill a, 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 an office or a job. No, that's right. And <clears throat> to me, that's what's so amazing, that, that the longer you serve God, the more you preach the Word of God, the more you see miracles, the more God is able to work on the inside of us and take us into places of understanding and insight that, you know, just a hit or miss, like that article we read the other day uh, about how uh, extreme Christianity was growing in America, where Absolutely. just the day-to-day religious, um, you know, when like we, I think we talked about on a recent broadcast how religion and just a, a standard church service is, is very repetitive in how right. it functions. Right. And yet by the Holy Ghost, when the Holy Ghost interrupts the church, right. when the Holy Ghost comes in and has something to say, and we allow him the opportunity to now, speak. we've been talking about, about the Holy Ghost and yeah. fire all, all, all ever since the 1st of January. And so God's concept is to come in with fire, to come in with power, to come in with grace, and so that uh, the wisdom of God is there and people are not able to resist the intelligence Absolutely. of the wisdom of God oh, of by, the Holy, by the Holy Ghost. In that article you referred to, you, you said extreme. Let me just make people understand. That wasn't talking about weird churches. That was no. just, it was just it was a difference between mainline denominational churches right. and non-denominational churches full of the Holy Ghost, where people were getting more hungry right. and more thirsty for the things of God. And that article went on to say, you know, America is a Christian nation, right. and it's a great article in, in Breitbart. And uh, that it is a Christian nation and that people are actually praying more and praying longer. There's more prayer, more not prayer. less prayer, <laughs> more people involved in church, not less people. That's right. And uh, but it's, it's not in just the, the mainstream denominational churches. It's in churches that are that are really pressing into the pressing things in. of God. And they pointed out the, the fact that any nation that begins to prosper statistically pulls away from religion and God. They said, not so in America. The more America has prospered in recent months, the more Christianity has prospered. And what's and so crazy is the reason those, those countries got prosperous in the first place is because they, they pushed into the they things of God. They pushed into the things of God. I've often said as a missionary, you can preach missions um, with the Bible, right. or you can preach missions with the world map. Right. You can take a world map and show the countries that right. God has come to, that the gospel has come, has come to, to, and they prosper. Right. And you can show show countries where the gospel has not come to, right. and they don't prosper. No, that's exactly right. I mean, that's show and tell within itself, just that one example. 
is absolutely astounding to just show people exactly the difference that higher thinking you know before world war God. ii burma was a christian nation right and uh and was and and siam was the richest uh, that was the richest nation right. in southeast asia i mean the the rubies the the, the teak wood the water wow. the gold the jade no, that's right all they that were. wonderful marvelous right. stuff right. was there in, in that old movie that people would remember the anna and the king of siam yeah. or the king, king and, and i, I. Right. Uh, that's a true story about yes, a missionary british yes, missionary woman that came to Siam and got the king saved and turned the nation to God, and they prospered. They were the richest nation in Southeast Asia. Is now today, a- Renee, Burma, or now they call it Myanmar, uh, is the poorest nation in Southeast Asia. And I've been there many times, preached there many times. Isn't it's the sad? poorest nation in Southeast Asia. It's not Christian anymore because after World War II, they said, well, we don't want to, we don't want the the Western God anymore. You know, right. we want to go back to Buddha and, and to our, our gods. Right. And uh, and yet, yet th- those riches are still there. They're still there. They're yeah. still they there. Nothing's anywhere. changed. Oh, it's just right. they don't have enough sense to get it out of the ground and turn it into money because the gospel's not there anymore. The that's wisdom's right. not there anymore. God's not there anymore. And uh, when I say God's not there anymore, God, of course, is everywhere people are. Right. You know what right. I'm talking right. about. Right. He's been kicked out. And uh, and if you go to any jeweler, I just challenge any of you go to go to any jeweler tomorrow and ask them say where are the where are the best rubies in the world come from they'll tell you every time Burma yeah but still to this day Burma has the best rubies in the world and yet they're the poorest nation Isn't in it, Southeast so like Asia Venezuela. because it's they've like, kicked the gospel. It, it out. depends on your leadership sure. in a situation sure. and and I'm so thankful that the leadership Hugo regardless Chavez of what anybody Venezuela thinks about personalities. I am so grateful that our president honors Christianity. Oh, absolutely. And I want to say this to all and of you out there. Israel. I don't Yeah, honors Israel and honors Christianity. I want to say to all of you out there right now, uh, this is your season. Don't blow this by being lazy, disconnected, offended. How dare we be offended when there are souls that have got to be one in the kingdom of God. It's all about souls. It has nothing to do with us being happy, you know? I mean, if I can be happy, that's great. If I'm not, we're still going to serve God and we're still going to preach the gospel. And you have to have an attitude of being militant about these things because we've only got a little bit of time here to preach the gospel where we've got favor. Our country is thriving and beginning to thrive more and more and more. You know, one political party, you and I have talked about numerous times, voted God out of their platform three different times on national television. And booed God. And booed on God national on television, national they television. God and, and voted him out of the platform three times. And I just am amazed at the derangement and the sound thinking that just seems to From that point, them. people have, people, some people in that party have absolutely lost their mind. They've absolutely yeah, lost their there's mind. Just a, now, there there's are Christians just a, in that party that still have their mind, but yet they're making some bad choices. Well, you know, and Jesus said in his ministry that Satan has blinded the eyes of them that in the world and, le- and so that they cannot come to a knowledge of the Absolutely. truth. And when you look at that, Terry, you know this because they they no longer can hear truth, right. not just the gospel truth, no, any truth. but the, any truth. Somebody can stand in front of them and show them black and white. This is what the results are going to be. We have seen this is what, and they'll say, no, that's wrong because mm-hmm. I think it's this way. Right, right, <laughs> and right. I, I'm always for the... Or it makes me uncomfortable. Or I don't yeah. feel good about it. So I, I, I'm right and the world's wrong. And all I don't sudden, know how you turn this from a Valentine's Day 
Uh, we're talking about the love of God. To, we're, ta to we're, talking, we're talking about the love of God and reaching people. Because if we don't take advantage of preaching this gospel, which is God so loved the world oh, that he gave his only begotten son. What a simple message. No, and yet, if we don't take the opportunity to preach that in these last days and, and stay faithful in church, Stay faithful in your workplace. Stay faithful in what God has called you to do. Stop the complaining. Stop the criticizing. Stop the, the I think it's Galatians 6 says, by combative comparison that, right. you know, I would never do what you did, right. you know, that kind of thing. Uh, stop living low in your mind. And let the love of God do some cleansing. Go out, go over there and read 1 Corinthians 13 out loud to yourself. Let God begin to shape a wonderful atmosphere of creative thought, hope, expectation, and most of all, an anointing by the Holy Ghost Amen. on the inside Amen. of you to preach the gospel. You know, we've been so busy, and we've been to California for a week and, and ministered to two great churches out there, partner yes. churches from Mike Webb, Mart Aragon. <laughs> and, uh, and then we folks. spent a week, my, my, uh, my. Or the, the most part of the week, uh, just interviewing and filming yes. me, and, and 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 interviewing and for a for a documentary. Friends right. of ours in Hollywood uh, have been wanting to do this for a long time, wanting to make a documentary of, of my life in ministry here right. at fifty years, and just the miracles. Oh my goodness, Renee, the miracles right. and miracles and miracles, right. and, and and they believe that it's going to minister to millions of people. Now I don't know what's going to happen to it, but I mean they're <laughs> they're Hollywood people. I'm not. They know right. how to do that stuff. I don't. Uh, but they, they feel like people are going to be ministered to all over everywhere by oh, that. Oh, how wonderful. And then, of course, two other friends of ours in Hollywood are, are actually making a movie of uh, of uh, my hitchhiker story. Yes, man, Which is yes. 44 years old this year. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about when I picked up a hitchhiker in Mexico and he pulled a gun and said, I'm going to kill you. And I said, I've got authority of you in the name of Jesus. You can't kill me. And he shot at me as close as I am to you five times. Right. Point blank range and bullets didn't hit me. So they're they're making a movie of that. And then the other friends are making a whole documentary of my whole 50 years. And so uh, th those are exciting times. And then, they of course, are. let me say this as we're going into the, 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 the marriage seminar this weekend in Corpus. Uh, if you're in the area, if you're anywhere in South Texas or that whole boot toe of Texas, anywhere around that area, <laughs> come over and join us and be in the marriage seminar with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, since it's Valentine's Day, uh, and, and I said to you earlier that God invented marriage and God invented having babies and God invented sex, uh, you know, you know, you can always get men to come to a marriage seminar if you're going to talk about sex. Uh, but uh, <laughs> let me let me read you one scripture, yes. uh, and then we'll wrap this thing up. But in in Genesis the 26th chapter, uh, Isaac and Rebecca had come into the land, uh, and when and Rebecca was real pretty, so when they got there, uh, Isaac did the same dumb thing his daddy did, did the same dumb thing Abraham did, told the same dumb lie. Abraham told uh, Abraham did it before him. And now here Isaac's coming along doing the same thing after him. When they got there, uh, Isaac said, oh, this is my sister, Rebecca. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Not my wife, Rebecca, but my sister, Rebecca. So the, all those people, King Abimelech and all those people thought Rebecca was his sister. But it says that uh, verse eight, it says it came to pass when he had been there a long time that Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, looked out a window and saw Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his wife. And Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, of a truth, she is your wife. She's not your sister. She's your wife. And how come you said she's my sister? And Isaac said unto him, Because I thought I'd die. I thought y'all would want to take her. If she's my wife, y'all would want to take her from me and kill me. And, uh, you know, the, the point of what I said that for is that, that whatever Isaac and Rebekah were doing with each other, 
Abimelech said it was a sporting event. <laughs> Whatever it was that was a sporting event, he recognized that, hey, you're not his sister. You're That's his it. wife. Sisters That's and right. brothers don't do that. Husbands and wives do. So do. let me just say this. Sex is, is uh, not supposed to be a spectator sport, but it is supposed to be a sporting event. Yes, that's good. <laughs> so y'all come to the seminar this week. Yes, yes. We, I, I promise you, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, as best we could guarantee a, a good night with you. And and I'm just very, very thankful we have that opportunity coming up. Uh, there's so much in the wisdom of God. The All of the intelligence of the kingdom of God is available for you on the pages of your own Bible. So we encourage you to get involved with that wisdom for your day-to-day life. And in the meantime, we're just going to head on out the door here and believe God that um, when you get to hear this and when you're available, we're going to be able to share with you some good things that will change your life. You know, God's just so good on every level. And the enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy in your life. Don't be discouraged. Uh, there's help is on the way. Your faith is working and we're standing with you in Jesus name. You can find us at terrymize.com, terrymizeministries.org, all of our products, scheduling events, all of the things that are there for you, information by way of to contact us. All these wonderful things are available for you. We love you dearly. Happy Valentine's day. And we look forward to seeing you, um, we just want to say one quick thing here. I'm, I almost forgot. Uh, we want to thank uh, sincerely all of our partners, those of you that partner with us every single month. What a blessing you are to us. You know, some of you are friends, some of you we've never met before, but all the more humbling it is to us and it causes us to cry out, as Second Corinthians 9 says, that we... Um, you know, your money cries out with many cries of thanksgiving (laughs) that when Terry and I receive that offering that you send for the ministry, the first thing we say is we'll praise the Lord. And we pray for you every day. We believe God with you. And especially when we have information about how to pray on your life, then we we take those letters, those uh, uh, just note cards sometimes from the secretary where you called or a text that we've gotten from our secretary, anything we want to pray and always are standing with you. So we want you to know that we love you dearly, and we'll see you next week on Terry Mize Ministries podcast. And we confess over every single one of you that you are more than conquerors. conquerors, Every one of you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.